Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's my favorite part. My favorite part is just guessing. Guessing when it is that you guys might chime in with your what's ups. <laughs> All right, welcome into this episode number 999. You get it? Because this week was SmackDown 999. All right, whatever. Uh-huh. <sighs> Jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do one more. Just do one more because I already know you're gonna do it. You're just gonna do it. There we go. That's AJ Francis. He's with us as well, of course. And uh, boys, we got a lot to talk about on this week's show. Um, will we have a guest? I don't know. Uh, had something lined up. Oh, you're a poet and didn't even know it. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, had something lined up, uh, didn't come through, and uh, AJ said, I will not move the recording of this show. I'm a very important man. I have a lot of things to do. Uh, obviously, I don't have a job, but I still have important <laughs> things to do. And so you- I do have a job. I just don't play in the NFL. I have like three jobs. Well, what are you doing? Well, I train... Young athletes, I make music, and I'm also acting in other things. Well, okay, but what is the reason why you couldn't have moved the timing of the show? Because I'm going to be in Tampa on my way to the USA-Columbia soccer game. That is what I was talking about. (laughs) That is the reason. It's not because of a job. It's because AJ wants to go watch some soccer tomorrow night. And you know what? I don't blame blame him. Yep, not mad at all. Not mad at all. So uh, we're trying to scramble and see if we can't get a last-minute fill-in, but if we don't, we don't. Uh, it's just more of us this week, and that'll be the way that it goes. Um, before we get to any of that, we need to know who it is that's going to be licking icing off a birthday cake, and I've got a really bad feeling about it. Um, well, this was interesting. You know, as, as I talked about as we filled it out, Glenn, you and Miggs had the exact same rundown. We did. So I'll start with – yeah, I'll, I'll just start with you guys. You guys got 5 out of 10. It's not great. You don't want that. <laughs> Five no. out of ten is not – that is not the number you're shooting for. would be great if we were baseball players. If we were baseball <laughs> players, be super happy with a five out of ten performance. In college, I was a regular five out of ten guy, and that was my downfall. So I'm not thrilled about that. Um. All right. So I, I was two separate of you. I hit them both. I hit AJ Styles, and I was the only one to pick Ronda Rousey for whatever reason. So uh, I got seven out of, out of ten. I'm safe. All right. AJ. Oh uh, you were two different from them. You got one. You missed one. Oh, F. So You're at five as well. Son of a bitch. There's wow. so much cake. It's so much cake that's going to have to be consumed. Oh, no. That means making new shits. 
Um, no, that makes all the sense. If in the world. you got two different from them and got seven, I got one different from them and got five. So you got one because of your... every, because everybody picked that one except for you. Right. Which one? The you're the only one to pick Cedric over Buddy. God damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to go! Way to go! Picking against the dude who was wrestling in his hometown. Way to be that the reason that you I end mean, up having... I mean, that usually is how it works. Yeah, actually, in some cases, you're right about that. So yeah. that's true. Um, but yeah, uh, so that means that you, me, and Migs all are going to have to be licking some icing off of birthday cakes here in the next couple of weeks. God damn what it. Is, what, is the time, what is the time frame again? Um, 30 seconds. 30 seconds to lick all of the icing off of the top of a birthday cake that's gonna blow it's it's ain't it ain't gonna be fun i know that much it ain't gonna be fun by the way i don't need any of that shit anymore i am this is a disaster for me what an awful awful decision this was well great can't wait gonna do that uh, here in the next couple of weeks all right um let's get into it i guess let's start with raw related stuff uh coming out of this one um as far hey glenn yeah who had the best match on Raw? Oh, I thought you were going to do something else there. Honest to God, I thought you were going to try to be like, so you want to admit now that it was the greatest match of all time and that old guys should get the uh, the main event status all? You're not going to do that? No, they, it was a great match. But um, It was fine. Uh, once again. It was fine. It was fine. Um, they, yeah, it, they, was, it was a great match. They, I mean, they, they, had, they had one botch. Well, they handled but, it really smartly. It was incredibly smart of them to decide beforehand that they were going to make it a notice qualification match so that it didn't leave the burden on anybody to try to go wrestle a match. And instead, it could just be sort of... Absurd's the wrong word, because it wasn't absurd. It was actually good storytelling. Um, It was was storytelling 101. Yeah, it was really good storytelling, but in in sort of like a controlled chaos type of way, right? Yeah, right. It wasn't a... We don't need to have a technical match, and good lord, that would be a terrible idea to try to have a technical match. Instead... We're going to tell a really good story within the midst of chaos. And I was it was fine in that way. In that way, what they presented was quality. It was, you know, I, I think we all go back. The, the last Sean, or the, the last Triple H Undertaker match was not a great match. It was a goddamn brilliant storytelling display. Right. It was an unbelievable display of telling a story within the match of Shawn Michaels wait, and everything. Wait, wait, wait the fuck up. Wait. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck was this energy last week when I said the same exact thing to Kevin Eck? Well, I, I was like... No, you said it was the greatest moment yeah. in the history of wrestling. Well, you did no, say I that. I said it was one great. of the greatest moments in the it history of wrestling. It wasn't. Well, yes, it was. When when Shawn kicks him and Triple H pedigrees him and they go, one, two, ah, that's one of the greatest kickouts ever. Two things, two things from last week. By the way, I should. I got a lot of people that I got a lot of. And guess, feedback. guess, guess why that was so great, Aaron? Tell me why. Storytelling, you ass. Yeah, which no, is no, no. exactly what Glenn just said. Right, and, and again, I've said this all along. I I thought the storytelling, and I really, honest to God, that last match between Triple H and Undertaker, thought Shawn Michaels was the star of that match. Um, I thought his conflictions, like his uneasiness um i thought was unbelievable and the story that he told as an, a referee in that match was incredible all that being said uh i got a lot of feedback about the the back and forth that you had with kevin eck last week uh a couple of things one i did purposely try to just step back last week and let the two of you go at it yeah and fuck you and only felt the need to try to officiate at certain times right like 
when yeah, fuck when, it, you. when it felt like you guys were just never going to have any uh, you know like it was never yeah, going to end. You. Now wait a second. That <laughs> that's radio 101. You're supposed to do that when guys are are going back and forth with each yeah, other. Yeah, but yeah, but your boy 101 is supposed to if you agree with your boy you go say, after yeah. me <laughs> all the time. You think suddenly I'm going to be on your side? <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing too is I do want to make this clear. You know that 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 Kevin like actually wrote the scripts for the WWE, right? Like you understand that like what he did is way different than what Aaron does. Now he's a writer about the WWE, but you understand like he was actually like Vince McMahon. Yes, I understand sidekick. that. Okay. He's allowed to be wrong too. Okay, no, I just in listening to it again, it made Vince me... decided AJ Styles should go over on Samoa Joe. Also true, Mother- he makes Mother- mistakes. You're right. Who decide things make yes. terrible decisions you, all the time? You are right about that. Those things do occur. Um. Uh. But anyway, yeah. I look. I just wanted to get that out of the way because I figured that was where you were going to start with things. And frankly, it was fine. It was. It was fine. I don't. I. I, I wish it had gone about ten minutes shorter, but it was fine. Yes. Yeah. Um, Why do you say things like that? Because I thought it was. It was like a solid twelve to fifteen minutes. I thought there was a lot of filler in there. I thought it but really that... stretched unnecessary. Okay. Weirdly, I, I really do. Again, it's the main event. I understand that, and the match would have been... If the match was 15 to 20 minutes instead of 30, I would have said, that was a great damn match. But it lasted about 10 minutes too long. I don't know that I would have ever called it a great match. Well, okay, maybe maybe not great, but I I, I do think it went about 10 to 15 minutes too long. I I, I really do. I I, want to say two things. One, I actually oddly think that by going longer, they, they had more time to tell the story. And in setting up a quote unquote swerve, and in, <laughs> in setting up a swerve that was by no means a swerve, right? Like I, I, I guess there might have been a person on the planet that was actually surprised by what happened at the end of the night, but I don't know how that could be the case. Um, I, I do think I'm pretty sure my daughter was uh, predicting that was about to happen. Yeah, I mean, like it was pretty obvious. But if you're trying to sell that as being a significant swerve. I think that happens better after a long match. If you're trying to get to the point where you really want people to believe that these guys are ending the night with great respect for each other and holding each other's arms up, that story is better told if they go at it for a long time, right? Then you get to the idea that everybody's shot, everybody's wasted, you know what I mean? Like, we've given, we've given everything we can to this, and we just respect each other for the performance that we put on for a long amount of time. So, in a weird way, while if you had asked me beforehand, do I want these guys to get 30 minutes? Lord, no. But in a weird way, for what they were attempting to pull off, even as impossible as it was to get people to buy into the idea that there wasn't a swerve coming, if you're going to try to do that, I think it needed to be a long match. So I actually will give this point to AJ. So AJ, I'm actually standing with you. Oh, <laughs> too fucking late. Yeah, right. This time <laughs> I'm actually standing with you for one. Um, so there's there's that. Anything else? Just so we get uh, look. We all knew this was coming. You know, the other thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think they failed with to just basically come out and announce the match on Monday and not have Sean show any more conflict regarding the idea of coming out of retirement. I thought was a mistake. I thought that on Monday night they should have done more to drag out Sean really feeling conflicted about whether or not he needed to come out of retirement. In a weird... uh, Dude, how how long has he spent saying um, that... that, His character saying, by the way, not just him. Right. 
How long has he spent talking about why it is that he wouldn't come out of retirement? To then, ju- I mean, then he said he thought that he did it for respect. Right, and that Undertaker. was all that he gave, right? So all it took was the idea that un- The Undertaker didn't respect you. That's it? That's all, yeah. that's all it took for you to come out of retirement? That doesn't, yeah. that doesn't, that sort of spits in the face of the many other things that he had said, which was it was about the fans. It was about blah, 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 blah. Um, if all it took was finding out The Undertaker didn't respect you, well, the buildup to the match might have suggested that perhaps The Undertaker didn't respect you all that much. So... I think that there would have been a better story told if perhaps he would have spent even multiple segments during the night saying I under you know saying to Triple H I understand why you want this but I'm still not sure and perhaps having something else occur during the course of the night I also still disagree with the decision of having Triple H win the match in order to set up Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement I think that was a mistake um, but to get Shawn Michaels out of retirement, I would have liked a little bit more than just, well, at the end of the night, he, uh, he, you know, Kane knocked me down onto the mat, and so now I obviously have to come out of retirement. Like, really? Really? That, that's the one? That, because Kane knocked you down at the end of the night? Now you got to come out of retirement? Uh, okay. I mean, we all knew you were, so we can't be all that surprised by it, but I, I think they could have done a better job with that. I just don't understand how you guys' minds work. Because you guys care about so many things that don't matter to you. They don't matter to you. To anyone with a functioning cerebral cortex. No. No. <laughs> this is the bit where you're doing where you're saying if people don't agree with me, that means they're stupid. I no, say- what I'm saying is why are you as a grown man caring about the semantics in which he decides to come out because of retirement when it's all a fucking work anyway? I'm aware, but part of what I like is the work. That's not that hard. That's- it's a work. We like narrative consistency. If, he's, if Batman, all if Batman, all of a sudden, Batman, you hold on. I'm, I'm taking this to the Batman universe here. It's, it's. I'm taking it to your court here. If Batman, who has gone for years saying I will not use a gun, started using a gun, we'd want to know why. Did you not see in Dark Knight when the fucking Batmobile had rocket launchers coming out of it? Like, come on, he's blowing up fucking. He's blowing up cars as he's driving under the city, chasing a Joker. How do you know none of those cars had people in them, Aaron? Hey, I mean, uh, according to Batman, Batman's mythos has been, you know, don't kill us, don't use guns, don't kill. As isn't that? Am I wrong about that? Is that not part of the big Batman mythos? Yes, but when you if, literally if he look, if he if he took a gun just, and shot Joker, my favorite thing is that I just made a point, killing your entire point, and you just talked over it and ignored what I said. Well, did did, did anyone die from Batman that we know of? How do you know? I don't know that he didn't, but for what? From what I how do you from, know that? How do you know uh, that? Hang, hang on. That, how do you know that Kane hitting HBK after the match didn't really emotionally scar HBK because of the respect? I don't know that, Kane but they well. need to tell me. Just like if Batman did start killing people, they would need to tell me and I tell me why. Uh, I want narrative uh, consistency. That's all. Uh, Sound like a razor. You sound like like I'm just so like you you guys are so annoying. You don't like it. I understand that. This is the part that we always do. It doesn't matter. It's a work, bro. You knew the match was going to happen before they announced the match was gonna happen. Why do you care so much? Because part of the the reason I watch is for the story. This is the part that you're missing. I part of the reason why I like watching wrestling is for the storytelling. It's a significant part of why I like watching wrestling. 
you like watching more for the matches. We've always established Oh, really? You, you like the storytelling, right? Yes. If our truth was in a match with AJ Styles next Tuesday and won the title and they didn't tell the story at all leading up to it and it was a fantastic you match, know, would you give a shit at all? You know damn well that I lose all consideration for everything else on the planet when it comes to R-Truth. It doesn't matter. R-Truth is perfection. He should win all of the championships, and he should also be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So you understand that I throw everything out of the window when it comes to R-Truth. It would be like me going to Aaron and saying, Aaron, should the stars of Boy Meets World be on wrestling next week? And he would say, of course they should, despite the fact that it makes no fucking sense. This is the way that we operate. This is who we are. You are playing us like a fiddle, and it's unfair. And let's get back to reality. Reality! (laughs) Oh, God. You understand. I can't have a reasonable conversation with you about our truth I can't do it. By the way, he was gold again this week, but I'll get back to that. Yes, he was. Um, the, the moral of the story being, I like the storytelling and I would have loved if I knew this was coming to have seen a little bit more of, of conflict from Shawn Michaels, because I think one thing that we can all agree about with Shawn Michaels is that no one has shown internal conflict in an older age as a performer better than Shawn Michaels has. It's why he was so fucking brilliant in that Triple H Undertaker match at WrestleMania. And this is why this ago. is all so stupid. Because if they would have done what you said and done three segments with Shawn Michaels, well, I don't, I don't know. That all I the fucking three. internet would have came. Why are they spending so much time on old talent? They need to be using that time to grow new talent. Why are they so focused on old guys? That's the entire internet. Well, I, as you know, I don't care for that either. But um... lies. No, literally, no. your whole argument. No, no, I'm saying I don't care. I don't care for old guys. I don't. I'm, once again, for weeks, I've said that your whole argument. I know that you don't want to see them because they're old as fuck. I'm saying I don't care for old guys getting this much time. I've I've made that very clear. But once I know they are, I can't change it, right? Like, I can't change the fact that they've decided, oh, and by the way, the Saudi thing is a real issue right now. Yeah. I am, yeah. It is Well, I, I was going to save that, but yeah. Staggering at the moment that they're just going to try to play hide-and-seek right now and hope that nobody brings it up. Holy fuck. I, anyway, that being said, um, all that said, I know it's coming. I can't do anything about it. I don't want it, but I know it's coming. So if I have to accept it, I would prefer it to be done. Prefer for it to be done this way. That's my preference. That's what I would like. Given a set of oh, you whore! If I get dealt bad cards, I still want to try to win with those bad cards, right? I would rather at least you know try to hang in for I don't know a check before I no, decide to just fold. That's why, and that's why you'll never beat me at poker. Well, that's when I get probably bad true. I.e., when I get bad storytelling. I fold and wait for the match. But then somebody catches on to that as it goes along that you're always getting rid of your bad cards and so then they know that when you've got when you start playing, it's because you've got good cards and so yeah. they're not gonna bother to deal with you yeah. anything. As, as someone who plays poker consistently, yes. you make the most money when you have good cards and well there is else no doubt about too. that. That part is also true. That part is <laughs> it helps to have good cards. You're right. <laughs> you that's you make the most money when right. you have good cards that's, and someone else also has good cards. This is this is what we've learned tonight. Having good cards is helpful. That is there a very go. good point. Uh, all right, is that enough for the? Do we need anything else for the 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 seniors tour per, per portion of this? Seniors no. tour. There, there. I, I did like apparently the uh, the local Knox County uh, paper is starting to take shots at Kane. I mean, you know, it, that's something he really has to deal with, man. I mean, like I said this, 
I, I've got a problem with the, the WWE stuff, but if I'm a politician, I'm a politician right now, and I'm going to go to Saudi Arabia? It actually wasn't even about Saudi Arabia. It was just about the, you know, he said he was going to focus on it, and yet he's halfway okay. around the well, world that's, right now that, that's, wrestling. That's lame. The guy can take a night off to go do something. Right? I, I, like, I agree with you, but lame. he is starting to but at least a it, tiny bit of local pressure sure. there. But if I'm ask, ask, ask them if they care that their president is a sexual assaulter. Well, yeah, there's that too. There is also right, that, right, that. right, right there, uh, write that paper. And well, by the way, this, see what they this, say. I mean, who knows? Considering this, it's in Tennessee, I wonder what will happen. This particular writer may also care about that. I don't know, but um, I hear you. All right. Uh, so yes, now on to Raw, and what was the best match on Raw on Monday night? Uh, I'm not even going to ask you guys because there's only one answer. I already uh, wrote I, it in. It's I, the main event. You're absolutely right. There is only yeah. one answer. It is the Conquistador. There is no question about <laughs> that. The fucking Conquistador and the International Battle Royal was just spectacular. So go ahead. Uh, how many points does that mean for the Sultan of Shawarma? How many does he now have for the year? <laughs> Sultan of Shawarma, dog. Uh, no. They, they did a really good job with that. I could tell. Like, I knew. Going in, I couldn't tell it was Kurt Angle right. until I they agree showed with him outside the ring, right. looking in. But like they did a really good job. I was like, "Who is that in the Conquistador outfit? He's so fucking huge." Um, agreed. <laughs> uh, look, we all knew the Conquistador was going to be the 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 swerve, but we. I I'm with you. I did not know it was going to be Kurt Angle. Um, in a way, I I kind of I don't know. Like I kind of love the fact that they're bringing Kurt Angle back, and it's totally nonsensical, right? Like. <laughs> That he just waved. Like, he didn't demand his job back. He didn't say, like, hey, by the way, when's my vacation up? Like, I, I'm going to be a, a normal wrestler and just show up right. randomly. Like, I, I don't know what it is because that doesn't fit with continuity necessarily. But in a way, I, I kind of loved it. Like, I kind of. Oh, like, you loved it this time. It's like, weird it's how you can pick and choose the things. Very you love. similar to our truth when it comes to Kurt Angle. Look, dude. <laughs> Not everyone is jerked off the pictures of Kurt Angle, okay? You should, but one of us has. So again, <laughs> totally unfair for me to have to stack up all of my other feelings about everything to my feelings about Kurt Angle, okay? 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 <laughs> what it is. Uh, I, do, I, I really wanted, someone needs to make a list of the matches uh Either the Conquistador or Los Conquistadors have won over the years. Good, I would like to know exactly who all they've defeated over the years. That's a good point. Because, I mean, the last people to do it was Edge and Christian, right? Uh, no, they brought it back. They brought the Conquistador back for, like, a similar, like, battle royal type thing. Well, that, that's how they always use it, and it's wonderful every time. Um, but it was, it was a battle royal then. I don't remember. I remember it was recent, though. It was, like, probably three or four years ago. But I don't remember who it was, and I don't even think the Conquistador won. All right, I'm going to present you guys a hypothetical scenario. The Conquistador versus El Vagabondo Ooh. in a match. Ooh. Who wins? Ooh. El Vagabondo, for I sure. I mean, it's pretty fucking great, man. El Vagabondo's... I mean, it's tough, though. It's tough, right? They're, they're learning how to... My favorite thing that they're doing with Elias is that it's clear that they're trying to turn him face. Yeah. But they're same, they're having, same way with Kevin Owens. Right. And you know, you know how they're turning him face by making him so good at what he's doing that admit, at some point you're going to have to cheer for him because he's just so fucking unbelievably good at getting you to hate him. Not, not even just that part. That yeah. part, yes. All they're doing is they're just letting him play guitar. Well, that is true too. When he came out and played yeah. uh, Thunderstruck, you're just like, shit, yeah. dude. I would, I would listen to this all day. <laughs> right? Like, are you kidding me? That was but, like, they're just like, all right, go play. Uh, 
30 second guitar solo and everyone will love you. Yeah, Got it. No doubt. No doubt. Speaking of Kevin Owens, like that was a beautifully executed double turn right there. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was wonderful. Apparently, Kevin Owens legitimately hurt. Is that the deal? Uh, I didn't. I mean, I saw WWE say it, but I thought that was a thought, that was I just a I, thing. I thought I read that it was he was legitimately hurt. I uh, I read that. I, if po- it's possible, I might have missed that somewhere, but um, Hope that not. would suck. Yeah, yeah, it would suck big time. That would suck a lot. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Kevin Owens reportedly is really injured, heading for surgery. Um, oh. Hang on a second. Uh, this is from Dave Meltzer and uh, somebody named John Pollock. I don't know who that is. Yeah, so, he's, he's pretty re- reputable. Okay. Sources told them that Owens is, in fact, injured. I'm reading this off of Cage Side Seats. He'll be taking time off for knee surgery, but beyond that, we don't know much for sure. Oh, it's probably if for what they did, it can't be serious. It's probably arthroscopic. It's probably like a two to three month recovery. You hope that's the case, no doubt. Yeah, you hope that's the case. Maybe Owens and Sammy can return together. That'd be fun. That would be sick. That wouldn't suck. <laughs> that wouldn't suck. All right, update the uh, standings after. Uh, yes, it's the main event. That's fine. Update the standings. Uh, after adding everything together, which I already did because I knew what would win. Um, we have. Roman Reigns is 13, 25, and 2 against the entire roster. He is separating from Finn Balor in second place now with Seth Rollins in first place with 17 wins and 12.5 on the weighted scale. Once again, you get 0.5 for every win you get that is not a one-on-one match. Roman Reigns is second place with 14 and 9 on the weighted scale. Finn Balor is in third place with 11 and 8 on the weighted scale. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre are 5 and 6. Uh, on the list after Kevin Owens. Um, and don't look now, but Dean Ambrose is on his way up with three wins and two on the way to scale. There's wouldn't shock me at all if Dean ends up finishing the year top 10. Well, he might be on his way up, but he's also on his way out of the arena. Um, thoughts on how that ended on Monday? Um, I, I think that they're... They're just working. To, they're just trying to get the most out of this shield breaking up angle. Like it's never been more clear to me that the shield is not breaking up. Yeah, I agree with you. So one hundred percent. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree, but I'll, I will still continue to come back to then. So, so it when you have a common opponent like they did in Australia, it, you know it's easier to keep when you're getting back to Roman Reigns with the title and. I mean, I presumably Seth. I guess the answer is you try to peel back Seth and Dean into the tag picture. Is that the, yeah the, the direction that you think you're going? Yeah, you build the shield back up by having Dean cost Seth accidentally the Intercontinental Title, and then they have their little spat back and forth. They're 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 bicker, they're bickering, blah 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 blah. And the only way to bring it together is to try to get the tag team titles, which they do. Okay. All right. I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to any of that. I think that would work if that's the direction that you're headed. Um, I need to bring up, I know this is going to be the next thing that AJ is going to roll his eyes about, but I know I'm right about. Um, the, the WWE is having a World Cup <laughs> to determine the best in the world, <laughs> which is amazing considering... What the fuck are the championship belts for then? It's not the World Cup, though. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, man. This is not hard. Why, why, but why are you pretending that UEFA and the World Cup don't play in the same year every time that the World Cup is here? What? what? The UEFA Champions League 
Right. Why are you pretending it doesn't that's exist a, every year the World Cup exists? It's a completely different competition. That's it's, what that's the point I'm making. Right, but it's not the, the same book. Again, this is the you are, if you win if when Real Madrid right. won the Champions League they this can't year, win the World and Cup. France won the World Cup this year. They right. were both the best team in the world. Right, I understand that. But Real Madrid couldn't go win the World Cup. You had a completely different event. All they're doing yeah. is just having guys wrestle for no reason. For the title wrestling for the World Cup. Which is nothing. Which isn't a thing. <laughs> they're saying it's to it's, determine It's nothing now, but it's gonna be the new thing for these international shows. You say that, but I feel like this is gonna be like the, the greatest Royal Rumble belt. If it happens once, it's never gonna happen again. I mean, or they're going to do a greatest Royal Rumble every year, and it's still going to mean nothing. This well, is, yeah. I love the idea of a World Cup, right? I love it. The 30th spot in the Royal Rumble is up for grabs at the end of it, and it makes all the sense in the world. It's the coolest thing you could ever come this up with. This guy loves giving away the 30th spot in the Royal Rumble. Or something. Or a future <laughs> championship. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Anything. For the winner, other than the idea that you're going to say... It's for being the best in the world when fucking there are championship belts that you already have to determine who is the best in the world. So my favorite thing is this about the World Cup. It's less about the part that you're talking about and more about the Is there anyone not American in the World Cup tournament right now? Yeah, that's also no. a bit of a... it's 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 the best Americans from like 2004. You get Cena, yeah. you get Randy Orton, yeah. you get Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna get Rey Mysterio next week. That's what you got to this point. I guess technically Rey Mysterio was Rey Mysterio. He was born Rey in San Mysterio Diego. He was San born Diego. in San Diego. Yeah, yeah he was San, born Diego, in San Diego. Exactly. He's definitely American. 100. percent 100. percent He's definitely American. Oh, and Kurt Angle. That's the other one we know. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's, the, it's the best no, Americans from 15 technically, years. Technically, it's not Kurt Angle. It's the Conquistador. He's from Spain. That's true, but they did put up Kurt Angle on the graphic on Tuesday. So apparently, I think legally because he won as the Conquistador, he has to wrestle <laughs> as the Conquistador. <laughs> I'd be all for that. I'm not opposed. That'd yeah, be I'm better. That would make it everything. By better. the way, but AJ, the, the scenario that you're talking about, actually, I would love if they did a World Cup where they tried to make it about. You know, hair, or they try to make it maybe even like the the fucking um, the stupid golf thing that everybody loves, despite the fact that it doesn't matter for shit. Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup. Cup. Thank you. Even they made it about the, the stupid r- golf thing. It's, that it's, I cannot believe every year you everybody's like, ah, it's the Ryder Cup. It's so important. Is it? Is it so important? Like, is it more important than the Masters? Is it more important than the U.S. Open? I mean, for Christ's sakes, Tiger Woods sucks in the thing, and nobody seems to care about that. Hey, it, is Tiger Woods' uh, career as a golfer? At all impacted by the fact that he is no good in the Ryder Cup. Nope. Thank you. It doesn't matter. But yet everybody tries to tell me every year that it matters. So do it. If they, if they wanted to do that, if they wanted to create a Ryder Cup format, for whatever reason in sports, that seems to work, despite the fact that it doesn't really matter. I'd, at least it would be something that would be different. I'd be I'd, for that. I'd, I'd also, if you want to do this eight-man tournament, like find a representative from every country. You could do that. Yeah. Or not every country, and eight ha- different countries. And have them come out with their flags and make it about, you know, international pride and all that sort of shit. And again, it's at least different. But if you're just going to do an eight-man tournament, do it for a reason, other than just because what we all know is the truth, which is the Saudis gave you so much money to make sure that all of these stars were on the card that you had to come up for, with some reason that they could all be on the card. I mean, that's, that's what you did. That we all Dang. know that. That's the, the reason why this thing is happening is we had to figure Money out. Money talks. Yes, yes, and it it better be worth it. Um but but that's what they did. Didn't try to come up with something. Come up with something clever. Anything than just we're gonna do a tournament for the sake of doing a tournament. Come up with anything. Anything at all. Maybe 
you know, next week uh, uh, Baron Corbin is the next maybe entrance. the maybe the less great Royal Rumble. The less great Royal Rumble. Absolutely. Um, money close to the bank. Something like that. You could have a ladder They're match. depositing it. Right. You could have a ladder match to determine who gets a briefcase for a U.S. title shot at some point in the next year. I, something. Anything to make no, it. No, they should have a money in the bank match to determine who gets a slot in the money in the bank match. I would. That would. Oh, my God. That would actually work. That would actually be something. It would be better than just doing nothing. Don't I mean like this best in it's to determine who's the best in the world. Other than the guys that we have already told you are actually the best. We have a universal champion. A universal the best in the universe. <laughs> but this guy is gonna be the best in the world. The fuck? We're all in that John Cena's winning the World Cup, right? Oh, probably. Of course. And his, and his penis haircut. Yes, John Cena looking like a penis is going to end up winning the World Cup because why not? I, I, I did like uh, my daughter Lexi saying uh, he looks like Woody from Toy Story. I mean, so have you read that the story is that apparently he did it for a movie. He doesn't have to keep it. He no. can get rid of it. The movie's over. He's choosing to keep maybe that there are, shit maybe he's on the t- case of reshoots. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, his this was what he said. Uh, John Cena said he was keeping the fucking haircut because, um, quote, uh, 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 hang on. This is the the 16 time world champion had to grow his hair for the needs of his upcoming movie project Extraction, and claims everyone hates the new hairdo hairdo, but he will keep it because he likes quote embracing the uncomfortable. Unquote. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Who is he? Am I Shyamalan now? What is that? <laughs> Embracing the uncomfortable. What? Like, yeah. You're the most it's, corporate. So I've, I've become friends with a guy in Orlando named Bronx Obama who ah like, ah who literally looks like Barack Obama. Okay. Okay. Um, and he's worked as a double with him before. Dope. And like he talks about. I talked to him this week about um. Uh, the fact that he doesn't wear suits anywhere because when he wears a suit somewhere, like people come up to him. Like, there's always people that come up to him, like, oh my God, you're Obama. Can I have a picture with you? Blah, blah, blah. But he said, but then there's always, because it's in Florida, you know, those oh. people. Oh, yeah, the others. Mm. Right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Of course. Of course. No, so no, no. that's like embrace that. But he's like, I don't do that because I don't, basically, he don't want to embrace the uncomfortable. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you embrace the uncomfortable? Why would that? I, I need to know how bold I can be. I can walk around in my life looking like a penis. Like, what the fuck, man? It's so bad. It's, and I, I have terrible hair and I think it's terrible. What the <laughs> fuck is going on in the world? That John Cena's rolling with that. Um, what else from Raw? Oh, the Nikki, the Nikki uh, Ronda thing. Um, I told you. I, I got two thoughts on this. I, one being, again, it's something we knew all we all knew was coming. So, like, it's it's not like the swerve could be all that crazy. They they do need to address like the what they need to tie up next week. And again, it's fine that they didn't do it this week. But they do need to address why Brie Bella would be so willing to do all of that and yet not appear to stand to gain anything from it. Because um, it's her sister, That's bro. That's fine, but she needs to... She needs to help her sister to beat Ronda Rousey. It's so and, clear. And that's, now now but, you have an opportunity to say, oh, this person could really be Ronda Rousey. Not right. just because they're the longest reigning Divas champion of all time. 
but also because her cheating ass sister is going to be in the corner with her. Right. But I, I'm actually I'm I'm with AJ on this one. I don't think you need to explain it. Even if the the situation is, oh, I'm either uh, backing my sister or backing Ronda Rousey, who I have no reason really to back. Who, who else? Well, is no, no, back? I understand that, but that doesn't explain why she felt the need to turn on Ronda Rousey. It wasn't as if this was already because because she knew her sister was, so she had to pick. You know, I mean, she wasn't just going to stand back. I have no problem with that. The, okay, the, I understand what you're saying. I still think that they need to present that next week. I still think that next week something needs to be said. Of I, just, you can say it as simply as I've always going to have my sister's back. Once she decided this is what we were doing then I'm going to have her back. It still seems weird that you're presenting the first ever female pay-per-view and you're leaving Brie Bella with, without a match? Without a... With, she's not going to be a part of it because it's... You a, just said you didn't want her to wrestle anymore because she hurt Liv Morgan. <laughs> now you're saying that say it's it. a bad thing that they left her as a manager <laughs> no, no, and no. not a match? I'm not. You're talking about two different things. If I'm Brie Bella, I want to be on the first ever card of a first ever women's pay-per-view. I Do agree... You? If you're Brie Bella, Brie Bella didn't even want to wrestle. It's clear the only reason she came back and wrestled was because of Total Divas. But she By the way, and, and, and the fact talking, is that about Brie Bella they still the have the like person. 35 people to put on the card, so she's probably going to be on the card. Is she? Then you they're, think... they're promising 50 women are going to be part of this, and they've named like 12 But, but so they far. could easily say it was 50 women by saying that she's on the card because she's in her sister's corner, right? Like, they can say there'll be 50 women that are going to be part of the event, and one of them is going to be part of the event by standing. There's the got to be way more than 12 people that have already been announced. Uh, well, let's see. We got Rhonda, Nikki. We got Becky, Charlotte. We've got the tag match. I mean, then we, we have. We know there's going to be the May Young tournament. We don't know who that is yet. That's another one. Then you have um, the NXT. NXT. Okay. Match. So we have uh, 12. 12 exactly. There's no other matches that have. Oh, Alexa. Oh, that's the tag match. That's the tag match. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess you are. Well, so far, and that's all this what, what's announced. I do think that it, it, you're right. That oh, when, no, there are going to be more, but it's just right. interesting. They did speci- have been specifically saying 50, and I mean, probably this would be a battle royal for something, whether it's for the tag title. Oh, we know. Titles, they already, they did already say else. that the UK championship is going to be, the, the NXT right. uh, UK women's championship is going to be, right. uh, there's going to be a match for that at Evolution. Okay. Um, but yeah, at this point, I probably the scenario that you guys talked about last week, where the tagged, the, you know, if, if they're going to do the tag titles, it'll be in a battle royal. That looks more and more likely at this point. Um, so yeah, sure, that'll take off another one. Um, look, I, I again, Manuch, I'm not saying that it was wrong. I just also want to point out. I also want to point out that you know one thing that has happened to me with us doing the show for so long is that I've mastered. I've almost mastered the art of how to be a radio professional because I just took a dump, but you guys didn't know. Well, that is amazing, actually, because that, in the that's past, very impressive. In the past, and by the way, thank you for sharing. First of all, I want I want that to be on the record as well. Well, right? I almost sound I almost shared the sounds of the dump, and I decided against. So, it. did you just leave it unflushed this time? No, I just I just uh, muted you the yourself. Mic. Ah, you are learning. You are. There learning. we go. Look at you. You are learning. Um, so there's that. Now, how do we move on from that? <laughs> exactly. Where do we go from there? Uh, anything else that we need to cover from Raw? Um, um what do you think they're going to do? Who do you think they're going to go with for the Intercontinental title? I have no idea. I have no idea. Although I think it's going to be Drew. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Although I'll, I'll tell you what, if if Kevin Owens is legitimately out for a little while, um, Bobby Lashley. And leaves Bobby Lashley. Also, like Elias, I think should be in that picture, man. But Elias, but if Elias is 
going to become a face, it's a terrible decision. Yeah, you're right. If he's, if he's going to become a face, that's fair. That's fair. Well, and we're assuming that the IC title is going to matter over the next few months, which... But they could just do what they've been doing with it and not caring and pretending right. like it doesn't but that, exist. But that was, that was different, bro. Let's stop pretending like they didn't have to build for that. Well, I mean, could, could, couldn't could you see it being uh, Dean and Seth teaming at Crown Jewel and then a, a Survivor Series, him part of Team Kurt or whatever they're doing at Survivor Series? I mean, yeah, I could see that too, but I also could not see the Intercontinental title not defended on Raw at any time between then. Well, literally, true. literally, he lost it on Raw last time. It's true as well. All things yeah. true. Yeah. All things true. All things true. All right. Uh, very good. When we come back in, we will get to the SmackDown side of the picture. AJ Styles is still the champion. That's a mistake. We'll talk about it. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local turtle. Back in here, segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. AJ Francis. Well, boys, let's get into uh, SmackDown. I am really not happy. Aaron, are you going on Tuesday nights? Uh, that's the plan right now. All right. I am really unhappy that I'm not going to be able to make it. I don't much want to talk about it. Um, Why can't you go? I have be something stupid. I've got a soccer match. What do you think? What do you think? Of <laughs> of I'm going to a way cooler soccer match tomorrow. Yeah, well, I, you're also not getting paid to go to that soccer match for what it's worth. I am getting paid to go to mine. But, yeah, I'm not thrilled. I ain't thrilled. It's what it is. Uh, all that being said, let's get to the SmackDown side of the equation. Um, and I guess we begin with the fact that, as we talked about, AJ Styles is still the champion after another event and they have just blown through and blown off Samoa Joe without getting the belt. And I, to me, that is a horrendous mistake on both sides. Um, on, on side A, as I kept talking about, I think AJ Styles could have used the refresher on side B. I thought that Samoa Joe deserved to be WWE champion. So I think it was a mistake. Um, the, the match itself was fine. The build of course was great. But ultimately, I just think they got the ultimate decision wrong. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that they should have went with Samoa Joe, as I've said before, as I picked. I don't understand. Like, it seems just be based off SmackDown that we're going to get to see Miz versus probably AJ Styles. And Miz might be the guy to take the belt off AJ Styles, which would, in fact, get a possibility to lead to the main event of WrestleMania that you guys have been talking about. Um but, you know, you never know. It's SmackDown 1000. Oh, no, it's at Crown Jewel. I yeah. mean, right. that would be a way for them to make a fucking buzz. But it wouldn't be great for Daniel Bryan as the underdog, right? Like, AJ Styles is still pretty popular. Um, I, I don't think... I, I think the truth is, look, in a weird way, what happened... It's about The Miz. 
it's about the Miz, and in a weird way, what happened fortified me that for... That promo from Miz, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. no question. No, and, and that's what I think. I think this is all about the, the The idea is Miz is the next champion. They want to face as the champion, and they want the face. I don't know if Samoa Joe is gone. If you tell me that it's a four-way at Survivor Series with AJ, Daniel Bryan, Miz, and Samoa Joe, I could buy that. But this is all heading towards, at least in my mind, this uh, is all heading towards the Miz, if, and that's why AJ Styles didn't I don't lose know the title. At Survivor Series, the champions face off against each other. Well, we don't know that for sure. Because Survivor Series is the one time <laughs> all year where Raw takes on SmackDown. <laughs> it's the only time you ever get to see someone from Unless Raw. Unless you're Brie Bella right, or, or, or John Cena. Or the big show, a Raw superstar <laughs> who ended up facing Randy Orton on SmackDown. But Survivor Series is the one time a year where Raw... <laughs> Faces SmackDown, so it will be champion versus champion, clearly at Survivor Series. That's the way that works, Aaron. I mean, they're definitely going to do champion versus champion for the women's titles because that's the only reason why you would keep the belt off of Charlotte now. Oh, it's to protect Charlotte versus Ronda? Yeah, that's uh-huh. a, yeah, right. That's interesting. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're right. Um, look, I, I sure, there's a billion things they could do between now and then, but... What they accomplished, if they are ultimately getting to what Aaron and I keep talking about, which is the match that I believe you should be getting to at WrestleMania, which is Daniel Bryan versus Miz for the title, then this justifies. The the part that I was struggling with, remember, was I don't know how you do this after you just had the Miz win 100 matches against Daniel Bryan and justify another one. Well, this justifies it. Um, Despite the fact that that Daniel Bryan won via roll-up and there was controversy, he still won. Um, And despite the fact that for some reason, they decided that match only needed two minutes. Was somebody hurt that I don't know about? I mean, well, I, I think it's partially it. If they are going down that road, you save it, right? You're, you 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 want that to be a flu a kind of fluky win, and there might have also been timing issues. I, I don't know. That's yeah. just possible speculation there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't mind it just because I think that they did that intentionally to push it down the line. Well, and I think what it creates is an opportunity for the Miz to end up screwing over Daniel Bryan at Crown Jewel. Yep. Um, which which keeps that going, and as you and I out, love Miz saying, I got next right, and could ultimately lead to the Miz getting the shout belt out from, Hoopers everywhere, bro. I got next. Yeah, bro. I got next. Right, exactly. Bro, I got next, bro. I don't care who on now. I got next. Bro. Um. So yeah, I I'm I'm good with all of it, except for the fact that I think Samoa Joe is deserving of winning the title. That's the only part of it that, that bothers me. Is is that? Um. And I think they could have done that two months ago. And still gotten to this point, right? Like, they could have had Joe win the title, have AJ get it back from him now, and then carry it forward and continue to do all the things that you were talking about doing. So, um, you know, that, that part of it is a bummer to me. But ultimately, I think, I think coming out of it, it's still a really good picture as far as what I think they were pointing towards and what they should be pointing towards, which is ultimately getting to WrestleMania in a Miz versus Daniel Bryan championship match. That would be sick. I don't think it's going to happen. Yep, you've you've said that, and uh, you've you've made that that very clear over. The, and look, I, I, I guess the answer then becomes: What are you doing with AJ Styles if he's not in the championship picture at WrestleMania? Right? Like, there's there's something to be said for AJ Styles is your star. He's been you know the face. I, I just came up with one. He's been the face that frankly runs the place. Um, I I, I just came up with that uh, on yeah. my own, but. So that's a fair question as to what you're doing at Mania with AJ if you're doing Daniel Bryan versus Miz for the title. I don't have an easy answer for that. I don't. And I would have to flush that through a little bit more 
Rey Mysterio forward. as a showcase match. I mean, it wouldn't suck, right? Like, it would be fine, but I'm assuming you're bringing Rey Mysterio back as a face, right? Like, I don't think that you're... Well, but that's why I'm saying you do it as a showcase match, yeah. as in, who, you know, you got the best of, you know, two of the most exciting people of their generations going at it. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not telling you I'd be opposed to it. That sounds good to me. Um, is there anybody that's still to come back on SmackDown? Uh, no. I, I uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But they're on Raw, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just put in a match with Shane McMahon again. Yeah, they could always do that too. Shane no Mac. Shane no Mac. Shane no an option. All right. Um, uh, this is where we sing the praises of our truth again, because our truth, the promo for the mixed match challenge, is so wonderful. Like, I, this is what makes our what our truth is doing. I'll compare this to David Letterman. David Letterman would tell a joke to the point where you knew the joke was coming and you couldn't laugh at it anymore, and yet he would still manage to make it funny. We know what our truth is doing. We understand the premise, right? Do you know how hard it is when you know what the premise is for someone's comedy for them to still be able to make it funny? We know that our truth... We know. We, we listen to you bomb jokes every week. Right, and yet I'm still obviously hilarious. It's amazing <laughs> how I do that. Um... When he did the bill, he said, this week, the Mixed Match Challenge, Carmella goes one-on-one with Ric Flair. <laughs> Ric Flair! Dude, I legitimately, some tinkle came out. Like, a little bit of tinkle, right? Like, just a drop or two, but it was enough. Because I said, that's so fucking funny. Despite the fact that we knew he was going to do it. Like, we knew that he was going to make some joke about how, you know, I'm dumb, I don't know what I'm talking about. And yet, when he did it, he still managed to make it funny because it was clever. Fucking A, just give him the goddamn bust in Canton now! Now! How has he not had a WWE title match since Little Jimmy? Shameful. It's shameful, <laughs> the, the original, because we were live there. Yeah. Were you there, Glenn? Uh, I wasn't with you guys, but I was... I, I, I wasn't there either. I, I came up the next day. Oh, uh, idiot. I was there live watching it at Capital Punishment yep. in D.C. The birth and death of Little Jimmy. Oh, my God, man. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. So amazing. Um... Yeah, I, I, God bless him. Just God bless everything about him. God bless uh, the fact that they managed to do that. And I could watch that. I could watch that. Fuck. I just want to listen to it right now. In fact, I, I hope that I can find it. Because it, it was the most genius fucking promo that I have ever heard in my entire life. I probably won't be able to find it. But it was brilliant. Uh, what else from SmackDown do we need to talk about? Uh, the fact that they are doing Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rey Mysterio's return match on a SmackDown, even if it is a special sh- SmackDown, is kind of wild. Well, it's the thousand. Yeah, Smackdown I mean, exactly. you remember what they did for Raw one thousand. I don't think SmackDown one thousand exactly is stacking up at the moment. Like, I don't think they're exactly meeting the standard that they set with the one thousandth episode of Raw. They needed, they needed to dress it up a little bit, right? Like, yeah. um, I, you know, I, 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 it's great. It's great. Of course, it's great. I, it, it's wild. I love it. <laughs> um, I can't find the fucking promo. That's a bummer. I'll look again when we get the break. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tremendous. Wait, 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 wait. Complain about it? It's tremendous. I'm not um, complaining about it. I'm just saying. The, it's awesome. It's wild. Fight about it. What about the uh, the 30 minutes they gave to Charlotte and Becky this week? Cool. I mean, 
great, wonderful. Like I, first of all, the magic was incredible. You somehow managed to do something awesome in just creating another match that's the exact same, and yet we're no less hungry for that match than we were before you did 30 minutes of this. I think it's really incredible what they've pulled off. I'm not going to lie to you one bit. Uh, Next year, when we change this from who had the best match on Raw to who had the best match of the week. Right. Oh, is that coming? I didn't know that was coming. All right. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, next year. That's a big change. I've kind of mentioned it before, but I like hinted to it. Um... Next year, the plan is to do who had the best match this week. So that includes when we have pay-per-views and oh. NXT oh, shit. and, and all of those things. And that's how we're going to compile who the real top wrestler in WWE is. Okay, all right, I'm for it. Well, you're saying that this week the best match Including NXT and 205. That's a lot of wrestling to do before Wednesday. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to do such a great job of pretending like I watched everything by Wednesday. <laughs> like, I'm going to do incre- – wait, we can't do that on Wednesday. The shows don't air. we're not going to be able to do it that way but we'll figure out something we will figure out a way to make it happen i understand what you're saying it'll probably be just the main roster but yeah yeah so what you're saying is if that had been the case you would have given best match of the week to charlotte and becky Becky. and yes you'd be correct about that yes it was great so much so i don't know if i've ever talked to you guys about this my wife um is the least feminist person that i know yes um you've mentioned it yeah it's a really weird bit where she actually hates all of the female characters, which I guess is because she still comes from that sort of Mean Girls era where all women hate other women. Um, so she, I thought she just hated everybody no, no, who, who like her. Let's what? be honest. Your wife hates them all because they're hot. Um, that's what he meant by Mean Girls. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm talking about. And well, that, that didn't didn't doesn't she hate uh, yeah. Nikki because? Well, her relationship with Cena, right? Sure, because my wife loves some John Cena. That is true. But now I'm actually trying to think about it. I think she likes Nia Jax, but I don't think she likes Tamina. Um, And I don't think that's related to her (laughs) physical appearance. Uh, (laughs) She likes Nia Jax, but I don't think she likes Tamina. Yeah, like I think. Well, I think like she has told me. How do you draw the line at Tamina? It's real weird, right? Real weird bit. What did Tamina ever? And actually, and actually, I'm I'm stepping back from this conversation. Wait, wait, no, no, no. This actually thinks goes even deeper than that. I think she likes Naomi. And of all of the females that exist in the WWE, there's none of them that I've had more wet dreams about than Naomi. So uh, it's a really weird bit, man. It's a really, really weird bit that like my, oh, she just doesn't like the majority of them. She has decided that she likes Becky, um, doesn't like Charlotte, uh, but she likes Becky. And again, I think Becky's the more attractive of the two. So I don't know that this is necessarily a, just a, a physical attractiveness thing. Uh, but she typically just does not care for women's wrestling. In fact, because I normally don't watch the shows live, whenever the women have a match, she immediately asks if we can fast forward through it. Um, because, dude, she is, it's the Mean Girls. She was in don't, the Mean Girls Don't era, tell her man. about evolution. I know. Oh, my. When she heard about that, holy shit. Why? <laughs> why would the women? Why? I don't understand why anyone would watch that. Jesus Christ. Um... By the way, she also is, uh, uh, like, in, oddly in life, she's more liberal than I am in 2018. And yet, I, dude, it's a weird bit, man. It's a weird bit. Uh, <laughs> all this being said, she was captivated. She was gripped to Becky and Charlotte. And the, the spot at the end, she actually was chanting holy shit in our living room. 
Um, it was. This is. I, here, I, I say, thought Charlotte actually broke her wrist. Yeah, because yeah. her hand was her hand got trapped between the back of the screen that imploded and Becky's body. And, I, when she, and when she pulled it out, the way she was holding it and it was covered in blood, I was like, yo, her shit might actually be broken. Legitimately, right? Legitimately. I was, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. Some of the incredible moments that have occurred, you know, that we've talked about, the first whatever, you know, in a way, like, they've only been that significant because they were the first one, right? Like, it was the right. first women's rumble, and so it was going to be significant, but because it was the first one. To me... This is a moment that I think stands on its own, not because it was a first. This wasn't the first women's championship match. This wasn't the first time the women were the first to come out to start a show or anything like that. This was the the most significant TV match. The only guess the comparison I could make was the Sasha Banks um, Charlotte, match. Charlotte match that was the main event that was really great. But I don't know, man. This was maybe even better than that because it also included, I think, the best spot the women have ever done on TV. This felt like the most important thing WWE did in a week. And even at, at the other heights that we've talked about, it's never quite felt that way, that it's the single most important thing on television. And right now, Becky Charlotte feels like the single most important thing on television. <sighs> I, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's what it is. I, there's something about this that felt even bigger than all of the other incredible moments that we've had. And you know what's crazy? It 100% should be the main event of Evolution. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're not wrong I'm, about that. Like I, I've been, I know I've been arguing for it, but regardless of that, especially once you added the last man say, like, how do you follow that? It needs the main event just but, on the principle of that's going to be the best match. It's going to be the biggest match. It's everything it stands for. It should main event. Aaron, you're not wrong, but you also have to know better, right? Oh, like, I, I, I'm not yeah. saying it. I'm not saying it will. Yeah. I'm saying it should. And Nikki it, Bella versus Ronda Rousey, unfortunately, main events yes. a lot of pay per views that have men on them. Too. Yes. Yes. Um, I, but as far as correct, your blood feud, your best storytelling, your significance, all of it, no doubt, this is. And in that way, what I think. And I'm also, I'm also willing to start placing this wager right now because I've placed it with somebody else. Yeah. I'm giving you five to one odds. You can bet whatever one you want. I. Do you think. That the main event of WrestleMania this year will be Charlotte versus, versus Ronda, Ronda not yeah. the women's main event. Right. Oh, I I said that the day after WrestleMania yeah, last we, year. We talked about the it. We event. definitely talked about it. I yeah, you said it. Is you willing to put the bed? Right. Wait, so hold on. What what's the bet here? So I get five to one odds that Charlotte and Ronda will main event. If you pick Charlotte and Ronda and they main event, I get, get five, five to one odds. So essentially, if Aaron put down twenty bucks, you give him a hundred. He give you twenty. Yeah. Yes. Do it, Aaron. I'll take that bet. Do I'll it. take that bet. Yeah, yeah. Let's right. do it. 20, 20 bucks. 20, 20 to 100. Bucks. Sounds good. There you go. There you go. 20 to 100. I like it. I like it. Um, look, I, again, I, I, the words, I would need to think about it more exactly what it is that I'm trying to say. But in a way, I think this was because it wasn't, you didn't have to say it was the first, right? Like, you didn't have to tell people it was important. You didn't have to tell people this matters because whatever. I, I've, I've also seen too many marks online to wanting to point out this isn't the first last man woman standing match nikki cross and oscar had one on nxt bro it was on nxt like it wasn't even on network television so they had well they have to pretend like they're not going to pretend like 
uh, like this isn't the first one on major network television but, slash paper. But it's also like, to me it, the importance of it isn't about it being a first. I don't give a fuck if it's a first. Yeah, one. what I give I, a fuck I about agree is with you. I just, it's, it just annoyed me that people. Would no, do I, it. I understand what you're saying. I, this is amazing because it's amazing. This is amazing because holy shit, I need this shit directed, you know, inserted directly into my veins right now. I need this is my lifeblood. I am coming to watch the show because of this at the moment. This is unreal. And that's what makes it so incredible. That's what makes it historic. That's what makes it uh, brilliant is that I am tuning in. I am excited for SmackDown because I am getting Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Holy fuck, that's cool. That's so goddamn cool and such a testament to them. And despite the fact that it doesn't appear as though it went the way that WWE wanted it, wanted it to go, Aaron was still trying to pull the bullshit about they didn't really want Becky Lynch to be the heel. And then what did they do on, Sun- on well, Saturday? And, and then they finally had her wrestle as a heel. So or I'm they, all on board now. Or she's been a heel the entire fucking time. This is the first time she's wrestled as a heel, oh though, which is what I was God. asking, why she hadn't been. So now she is. God. But yet she's not, because they still can't get anyone in the crowd to boo her. I uh, hate Aaron so much. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, I hate Jesus him. Christ. Jesus, right? It's always been you and me, AJ. It's always been you That's and me. I hate That's you why. just as much today. <laughs> always had your back. You know that. Uh, <laughs> That's what we do here. Um, look, uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I, I still don't know, right? Like, if they think that ultimately this ends with Charlotte winning, oh boy. I don't think they are. That's the thing. Hey, I, I, think, think, they I are. think that's why they did last man standing, so Charlotte doesn't have to. Get like, Be- Be- right. Be- can, Becky will, Becky will win in the, a. Becky can pull the, the, the handcuff your feet to mm-hmm. the, the post thing. Right, mm-hmm. right. No, yep. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Uh, is that it for SmackDown? Is that all we needed to talk about? Uh, I just want to say, you know, using Big Show once a year, awesome. Yeah, he looked good. You're right about that. He looked good. Um, you know, like I when I when I thought about the idea of the Big Show and Randy Orton being the main event, I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, and then I wondered if that was fear of the fact that they were going up against Red Sox Yankees. And so, you know, th- we talked about this with Kevin last week. Like, did they make the main event in the first segment because 8 o'clock was before – the baseball game didn't start until, like, 8.10. And so they had the opportunity to do that to start the show, and they were kind of like – Yeah, that definitely was the main event with Miz right. and Daniel Bryan and, <laughs> and right. AJ Styles. So, um, you know, I-, I don't know, though. It ended up being good. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good match, and Big Show looked great. And the high fives all around, right? Like high fives. Mm-hmm. I got I got no beef with any of that. High fives look great. Uh, thumbs up. I'm for it. All right. Uh, uh, do we have a, do we have a, a guest? Or? We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, maybe a guest. If not, more of this when we come back in. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's fuck both these guys. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. PressBox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and post-game for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on PressBox's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime, and he's joined by the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard, post-game. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill. Great food, good sports. PressBox's Project Game Day. Facebook.com slash PressBox Sports. Back in here for segment 
segment number three of Jobbing Out. AJ had to duck out, but Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And yes, Friday night, uh, Ring of Honor is back in Baltimore, which is where it belongs, right? The Baltimore is the home of Ring of Honor. Of course, the dojo is here. The offices are here. We are Ring of Honor here in Baltimore, and we're really excited for uh, Ring of Honor to be back as part of Glory by Honor, uh, which is a two-night event uh, this weekend in Baltimore and Philadelphia, but it kicks off in Baltimore on Friday night at the UMBC Event Center. As part of that, there is a tag team match between the Briscoes and the Bouncers. And joining us now, one of my favorite characters in all of pro wrestling, he is part of the Bouncers. He's the great Beer City Bruiser, and he's with us here on Jobbing Out. Bruiser, what's going on, brother? It's uh, Glenn and Aaron. It's great to talk to you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, anytime I can talk to people from Baltimore, it's always a good time. Uh, what is your favorite uh, a place to get a beer while you're in Baltimore? You, you know what? Uh, last time we were in Baltimore, I didn't really have a chance to go uh, find any of the local places other than uh, the hotel. But um, <laughs> people out there, and I've got a list of bars, actually. I guess you got some sort of beer thing going on this weekend, like a beer tasting thing. There's like, it's well, so, it's like Oktoberfest. Type, it's that type of year. Yeah, exactly right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Malonis and I are going to partake on Saturday in between the two shows. Hell we're yeah. Partake in, a, in the local scene there. Okay. If you have a night off where you don't have to worry about getting into a ring, um, you've got a full 24 hours to recover. How many um, uh, uh, beers do you believe you could consume in the span of like a six-hour night? <laughs> uh, we've drank bars out of beer a couple times, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that and that's actually after shows, so it doesn't matter if I'm off or not. It's just uh, you know, have a few before the show, have a few during the match, you know, go to the bar afterwards, get up the next day, have one with breakfast, and uh, <laughs> continue on. I, you know, by the way, a beer and cigar breakfast sounds pretty effing good to me, sir. That yeah. sounds pretty it's amazing. Yeah, right. Oh my do, god. Do you have a Do you have a go to beer, either a, a specific brand or a specific type? Uh, yeah, actually, Miller Lite's always my go to beer whenever I'm traveling. Um, but when I'm on the East Coast, I'm a big fan of Yingling. Okay. Because um, you can't get that in uh, in the Midwest here. You can't get that. And uh, when I was on my honeymoon with my wife, actually, uh, a fellow uh, Milwaukee, we were at Gettysburg, and he saw I was wearing a, a Brewer shirt, and he goes, oh, you're from Milwaukee. I said, yeah, he goes, me too. He's like, you got to try this beer. It's amazing. And it was Yingling, and I've been hooked ever since. Oh, look at that. I only get it when I'm on the East Coast. I was going to say, though, but what about the people in Milwaukee, do they, like, uh, turn their noses up at you when they find out that you're drinking Yingling? No, because they don't know what it is. Oh, fair. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, All right. That's, that's going to be the greatest beer ever. <laughs> I'll fly some back home and show some of the fans and some of my friends and, and stuff around here. I'll, I'll bring a case back home. And, like, because it's so rare, you don't get it around here, they think it's amazing. <laughs> That's, uh, and you're a hero at that point, right? Like, you're like, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Whereas back here, it's so funny you say that. Like back here on the East Coast, Yingling is basically just the next step up from Miller Lite. Like, it really is. Right. It's, just, it's just what people That's, drink. That's what I hear all the time. And I always, I always get, you know, um, People giggle at me. Um, uh, the horror king, Vinnie Marseglio, lost a bet to me, and he had to buy me a case of beer. He says, what do you want? I said, Yingling. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I'll get you whatever you want. You don't just have to get like a, the, the beer that everybody drinks around here, right? Like, that exactly. And I tried to explain to him, here in the Midwest, we can't get it. So That's when so I go funny. There, it's like, 
That's so yeah, funny, awesome. man. That is amazing. That's amazing. All right, so you guys in the Briscoes, here's what I love about this, right? Like, they're crazy. You're crazy. It's a different type of crazy. I feel like all of the crazy combined into one should give us a pretty effing amazing Friday night at UMBC Event Center. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm guaranteeing a fight. Um, don't come and, and expect a, a technical wrestling match. Come and expect a fight. You're <laughs> yeah. going to hear some hard-hitting, you know, blood flowing and sweat flying, and, and you know, it's going to be a fight. I promise you that. Is there any chance the four of you will do, like, keg stands before the fight starts? Because I could see all four of you doing that. You know, we're going to probably, uh, well, I know Malonis and I are going to partake in a couple pre-workout beers. You know, everyone talks about, like, a pre-workout and what's the best pre-workout and all that. And whenever I tell the body guys Miller Lite's the best pre-workout, they all kind of stare at me really funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, really, though, because I, all right, this is different. You and I are different sizes, so I know yep. that going in. But, like, I have a beer anymore at my age, a couple of beers. I just want to go to bed. I, I'm like, I'm not, I, I can't do it. Like, I, how, and remind me how old you are. Oh, I just turned 40 in July. Right. So, so you, I thought you were, you were of this ilk. How yeah. is it that you can still work out through drinking? Because I just feel like there would be a part of me to be like, dude, I just want to sit down and take a nap. Like, I'm just not up for it right now. Man, that's the Midwest in me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. From a young age, I mean. A young age on, you're taught beers, beers, everything. So to us, beers just like water or soda, or, <laughs> you know, pre-workout or protein drinks or whatever. You know, like I don't get tired at all when I'm drinking. That's you know, um, I actually get tired if I switch over to like uh, my my wife will offer me a glass of wine every once in a while, and I'll, I'll sip on that just to make her happy. You know, she's the nag wife and nags me to, to drink it. <laughs> That actually gets me tired, you know. <laughs> beer, I'm fine with. I can drink beer all night long. I'll drink it in my sleep if I have to. That's so funny, man. Oh, it's great. That's so great. Hey, uh, when do we get to the part that uh, clearly um, the heavy machinery boys have been biting your style? How do we how do we address <laughs> that? How do we address that exactly? You know, funny story, actually. Um, <laughs> my wife and I were watching TV the other day, and, and she said the exact same thing. So she, she tweeted out the both Ring of Honor and WWE that uh, she wants to see a bouncers versus heavy machinery match. I mean, that's, I'm in. I mean, holy shit, that sounds incredible, dude. Like, that <laughs> sounds... I mean, like... Hey, Malone and I will fight anybody, anytime, anyplace. Is there... Okay, when you see it, though, because clearly you're, you're seeing the same thing that I... Is it flattery? Like, hey, look, man, I don't care. This is professional wrestling. We all, we all end up copying things off of each other a little bit. Or is there a part of you that's been like, dude, I've been basically doing this bit for a long time i don't know that i love the idea and i know it's subtle differences like they don't make as much about beer and the whole thing but like is there a part of you that's like really really you're going down that road no no i don't i'm not a jealous person um i, I really don't pay attention to that kind of stuff until someone brings it to my attention okay um my wife just happened to be a big Dolzhevik fan so that's why i came up you know it was on his instagram or or something, so she had brought it to my attention, so that's what, that's what got me noticing it, you know, but other than that, I just kind of mind my own P's and Q's, and, and if they want to take my stuff, hey, it works, you know, <laughs> work. but, you point. know, when I'm there, <laughs> they better not be doing my stuff because I'm there, Right. you know, like I said, Malonis and I, we're up to fight anybody, anytime, anyplace. We need to make it happen. We I was going to say, it has to happen somewhere. No doubt, man, no doubt. Hey, I, w- I want to go back to when you uh, when you joined Ring of Honor. 2015, you entered the Top Prospect Tournament, and 
you at the time, it, it was different from anything else we were seeing in Ring of Honor, but the character, your look, everything was different. Just kind of what was the reception like? Obviously, we know kind of what it was like for the fans, but but what about in the locker room, just how, how different everything was? They loved it. Um, the great thing about the Ring of Honor um, higher-ups and stuff is they want to be a different wrestling company than everybody else. You know, it's a very character-based company, and when they saw the character that I brought to the table, and it's pretty much me turned up to 11, they, they loved it. Um, they, they actually, at the time, Steve Carino was there. Um, Kevin Kelly was there. Um, they were the ones that kind of helped me come up with ideas. You know, hey, you need a keg like the Crusher used to come out with. You need to, you know, do stuff like this. So they, they were really behind me, and ever since then, they've been behind me 100%. Um, now, Kevin and Steven moved on, but, like, Christopher Daniels and, and Bully Ray have kind of stepped in, and they're Bully's really helping Malonis and I come along as far as getting our characters and, and, and really sticking true to not become just another Ring of Honor tag team, but become guys that stand out. Yeah. You know, that we're our own, that we fit in with Ring of Honor, but you're going to remember us as the bouncers. So, you know, it's great to work in a locker room in an environment where they actually push your creativity instead of hinder it, you know. Um, they don't want everyone to be the same. So when the Beer City Bruiser came in, you know, the no teeth, the cigar, the, you know, 300 pounds where I can do a frog splash off the top rope, the creative people and the production and the office, they all just got behind it 100%. He is the Beer City Bruiser. Again, the Bouncers and the Briscoes, Friday night as part of Glory by Honor at the UMBC Events Center. Get your tickets right now, rohwrestling.com. Dude, I, you know... I talked about the Baltimore thing to start this, but, like, you know, the event that you guys had there earlier this year was tremendous. Aaron and I had a great time. The crowd was excellent. The entire lower bowl was filled up. Um, what is it that you think makes this work and what, what makes it connect so much with Baltimore and Ring of Honor and the brand of, of wrestling that you guys have? And the crowds are just so effing rabid and so into it every time you come to our neck of the woods. Well, the best thing about a Ring of Honor show is when you come, you can let go. I encourage fans to come see Ring of Honor live because it'll be an experience that you'll never experience again. You can sit and scream and shout and chant and throw streamers. And, and you know, um, the, the great thing about Baltimore is, you know, those fans, they've accepted Ring of Honor. You know, when Ring of Honor moved from the, the dojo from, from Philadelphia to, to Baltimore, it was like wide open arms. You know, there was... The Baltimore just accepted Ring of Honor. So whenever we come into town, like you said earlier, it's Ring of Honor's coming home, you know. And I think Baltimore realizes, hey, this is like kind of like the hometown team, you know, um, coming home to play in. And like you said, you come to a Ring of Honor event, you know, you're you're encouraged to, to chant and yell and scream and shout and drink beer and, and all that. And I think the fans really, really dig that. You know, while, while we've seen it move a lot in Baltimore now, obviously you guys are used to run Du Burns Arena and the Myers Pavilion. Now you're running the big UMBC Events Center. Just how much of a difference in the feeling is it when you get to run an arena like that? Oh, it's an amazing feeling. Um, I'm, I'm so happy to be part of the company right now while we're growing. Um, I was here, you know, obviously since 2015, we were still in the, the smaller venues and, and whatnot. And um, seeing... The, the schedule, like they gave us our schedule for the next couple months, and looking at the buildings that we're going into is a great feeling. 
you know, that means our fan base is growing. Um, that means the people are really getting behind Ring of Honor. And it's, it's great because I get to show my talents to more people. And it's, it's an amazing feeling. Um, a little nerve-wracking because, you know, you're performing in front of more people. But it's very exciting. Very exciting. All right. Does it ever get tiresome being the Beer City Bruiser? Like you refer- when you're talking about uh, your wife offering you a wine before, like I, I feel this because I, I remember trying to keep up a reputation of being a guy, and I it was never, never my identity the way that it is for you. Um, but like I remember trying to keep up the reputation of being a guy that went out and partied when early. I was just like, dude, I just want to sit down and like. I don't know, I kind of want to watch Modern Family tonight and, like, go to bed, you know what I mean? Like, I just remember what that was like. Is there ever a weekend where you're like, oh, my God, I'm kind of being the Beer City Bruiser is, like, a little bit exhausting at this point? Never. This has been my dream since I was seven years old, and and now I'm living my dream. Um, I never, no, it never gets tiresome. I love it. God bless, My nag wife gets a little tired of me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but, no, I love it. I, I... it's me. Like I said, this, the characters is me turned up to 11. I love it. I love going out. I love the, the wrestling. I love going out afterwards with the fans and, and finding little hole-in-the-wall bars and and seeing what new beers I can try in the area that I'm in. And It's a blast. That's I love awesome. it. That's awesome, man. We can't wait to have you here Friday night at the UMBC Events Center. Again, ROHWrestling.com in order to get your tickets for Glory by Honor. It's going to be an amazing, amazing night. Uh, Dude, what can we plug for you? Social media-wise, T-shirts, anything like that? Yeah, if you go on to ROHWrestling.com, they just released um, the Beer City Brew um, T-shirt. So you can go ahead and pick up one of those if you want to support me. I also got a koozie on ROHWrestling.com. Awesome. So it's a 16-ounce koozie because 12 ounces is for weaklings. Um, <laughs> so check me out on Twitter it's at BCB Winchester um, on Facebook I'm the Beer City Bruiser Instagram I'm also the Beer City Bruiser and if you check out uh, www.prowrestlingtees.com uh, slash Beer City Bruiser I got a bunch of shirts on there awesome man up, like six or seven awesome dude so, uh, bro we I love yeah. Harley Davidson logo t-shirt which is really cool because Harley Milwaukee go hand in hand. Sure, man, so no doubt. Dude, so. we are uh, we are huge fans of of the gimmick and of yours as a performer, man. We love it. You guys are kicking ass. We can't wait to see you on Friday night in uh, Baltimore. Thank you for taking some time for us, dude. And we look forward to doing it again down the road. No problem. I look forward to it too. I'll see you guys Friday night. All right, boys. Let's jump into the quick count. For the week, and I guess let's start. Uh, Ring of Honor is indeed coming to Baltimore this weekend. Uh, UMBC Event Center, which was um, what was the event when we were there the last time, Aaron? What was that? It was. What was it? It it was good. It was a quality event. It was December to dismember. No, no, no. It was it was in June, so it would have been June Bloom. June Bloom nailed. Wasn't. Wasn't the anniversary show Juneteenth? Uh, Jesus Christ, this is best in the world. Best in the world, man. Yeah, Juneteenth, which, which is weird, best day of the world. Which is weird because I thought the best in the world was the winner of the WWE World Cup. I'm so fucking confused. Hey, quick question: Do either one of you know what Juneteenth is? Uh, why do I know? It's the yes, I do. It's the it's the day the anniversary of um. Uh, 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 the the man. No, it's it's a black holiday. Emancipation and why, proclamation. Thank you, right? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
technically no. It's the it. I mean, yes, it celebrates the Emancipation Proclamation, but it's the day that the final slaves who were freed from in the in United Texas, States, which right, was like yes. a couple of years after the Emancipation right. Proclamation, right, were right. finally freed. Correct. Is, am I allowed to call it a Black Holiday, or or should I? Yeah, it's it's exclusively a Black. I holiday. was going to say, do I? Am I allowed to like if if let's just say. <laughs> I wanted to come to a barbecue. Uh-huh. Cookout. Cookout. Thank you. Sorry. Barbecue is as what we do. We're white. Entailed as white people. Correct. We're white. Well, that's why I call it a barbecue. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you know this. I am white. Let's say I wanted to come to a cookout on June 19th. Uh-huh. Could I even ask for an invite? You cannot ask for an invite. You can be invited. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's just... Kind of like- it's 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 kind of like uh, it's kind of like kissing a girl, you right? Know? You better know that she wants you there, right? Yeah, you, right. Yeah, and right. and you don't want to ask because then you're lame. Yes, correct. Exactly right. You exactly just... right. Lord knows, I never had to do that growing up. <laughs> well, you never got chicks. Womp womp. Um, I got. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I've had sex twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got receipts, motherfucker. Ah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's just say I had a black friend. Let's just say that, uh-huh. right? Um, let's say you had one black one friend. One black Continue. friend. Maybe. Um, uh, God, I want to make jokes here, but I can't. I just, <laughs> I, I want to be say, careful. I know, right? Like there's so much that I want to do, but it's just, it's not worth it. But let's just say I had one black friend. Let's say perhaps uh, uh, a, a professional athlete. Yeah, um, maybe somebody that uh, you know I, I hosted a, a podcast with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If that person were to consider inviting me, is it is this person? Does this person consistently have larger stakes on larger states? Uh, yes, that's correct. <laughs> that's exactly how. It, uh, by the way, how are you going to work Biggie in? How are you going to work that Biggie in? I, well, that was the bit. That's what I'm doing. That's that what I'm the, doing. That was that's what I just did. I was just. <laughs> Oh, I just worked sense. Biggie into it. Larger stakes on larger states is what I just. The moral of the story is: Am I getting the whole bit? Am I getting it? Am I getting? I'm not going to ask you for an invite. Am I getting an invite? Um, if I have a cookout on Juneteenth, you will not be invited okay, because Juneteenth also happens to be my Nana's birthday, so we always do somewhere. Well, I mean, I love Nana. What are you talking about? <laughs> You know you a real-ass black woman when you're born on Juneteenth. That's true. That's a really good point. No doubt about it. And you live through segregation. Uh, yes, correct. You're a real-ass black woman at that point. Not that I would know the rules. Um, it's just, we got to move on from this. This is bad for me. This is a really uh, bad look. Uh, all right. Get to uh, – get to. what is this one called? What is this one? This Aaron, is a glory by Jewish honor. People, Aaron, what do fake Jewish people call barbecues? We don't have barbecues. We have just – Sadness, and then our grandmother's stuff. <laughs> like so all of our holidays are sadness. So true. And so true. At the end of it, we don't go outside for it. Well, I, no, no, oh so- my god! <laughs> said, hang on a second, though. We just have sadness. Right, but hang on, it's he true. did all the holidays are. Here, here, remind why you should be sad, and then you can eat at the end of it after he, you're properly sad. That's pretty much all the Jewish holidays. <laughs> but but he, he said, what do fake Jewish people do? Like you, not what the Jewish people do. What the oh, people that oh, aren't... Oh, we go to a baseball game and we eat kosher hot dogs. There we go. That's nice. what I was looking for. <sighs> what are we doing? Oh, Ring of Honor. What's, Glor- uh... Glory by Honor. Yes, tell me more about it. Um, yeah, so Glory by Honor, it's uh, on iPay-Per-View, on Honor Club, all that good stuff. It's Friday night at UMBC. Uh, it's an interesting card. 
Uh, Jeff Cobb's making his official Ring of Honor debut. He's facing one of the kind of the young guys, Eli Eastum. You got uh, the Kingdom versus Flip Gordon and Kenny King. Bully Ray versus Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Shane Taylor versus Hangman Page, which should be good. Then you got my one of my personal favorites. You get the rubber match between the villain Marty Skrull and the superhero Hurricane Helms. That's your boy. That's your boy. I, I'm very into that one. Then you got a uh, six-man tag titles on the line. Bullet Club versus uh, SoCal Uncensored. Okay. And then uh, Ring of Honor title on the line is Jay Lethal defends against Silas Young. Uh, <clears throat> say that correctly. The real, the last real man, That's Silas Young. Correct. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, who was it shows some respect the man was well, I guess they were both guests on this show now that I think I about it say, pretty much this entire yeah, right. card has been guests on the show at one point or another that's a good point as well let's stay off the reservation a little bit so set up for me how all of this came about between Austin Aries and John Morrison so they are going to have a match coming up here pretty uh, pretty soon is this bound for me- glory Yes, this is Bound for Glory. They're they're having a match against each other. The title is on the line. Um, they were going back and forth on Twitter, as we've seen a lot. Then you have uh, John Morrison. By the way, that's made a, do you realize ma- they're, they're both this weekend? Ring of Honor Friday night and then Bound for Glory Saturday night. Yes. Wow, I didn't realize that. That's crazy. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yep. Anyways, uh, John Morrison made a joke about Aries' height. Aries' response Sunday. was... Go ahead. Ah, the form of discrimination that's still super cool. Short shaming. If I joked race, retards, your gay look. If I fat shamed your husky wife, instant outrage. But you can predictably cut on me over my height. Genetics I don't control, and it's just funny. Yeah. Mm. Your gay look is just not a good look. Well, using the word retards, fat shaming your husky the wife. The thing is, like, I understand why people... Like, even though we're not supposed to say retards and mental retardation, like, that's still a dictionary term. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah, gay. You probably, look, you probably shouldn't be saying retards. I mean, you shouldn't, but it's still like retardation is a word. That's how you describe right, it. Is, that is right. Little, right. Like, and if it was retardation, I think that would be a little bit more. Granted, the whole thing's. There's a lot of messed up but, stuff. But when you say your gay look or your husky wife, it's yeah. like he intentionally tried to lose. Um, this is, yes, obviously. I guess what I'm struggling with is, was this all a work? Does was, it matter? Um, it does. I do absolutely think it does. Because at some point, it, it, if you can say it's a work, then it does absolve you of, of Well, I, I guess that's the question. Is there is there a limit where you can go to gain heat? If... A guy came up and, and called a black guy the N-word but said it was a work. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I, I think, well, I, I'm think. i just right. wondering what the line is, I'm right, guessing. Right, Um Well, I, I think we would all know that to be a line. And I think what you would say back is, well, then the R-word should be a line as well. And I don't disagree. Um, I, I, the other stuff, I think you could get away with if it was a work. Using the R-word, I don't think you can. I, I, think, I don't know. Your your gay look as a pejorative, I, yeah, not a great look. Right, right. It's not. No, look. None of it's a good look. You know what I mean? Like none of it is. I think you could get away with it quicker than you could get away with with describing something as retarded. Um, I I I just think as a culture, that's where we are. 
Um, I think that we've we've quickly swept out. I think we know we're not supposed to call someone gay. I think we know we're not supposed to use gay as a pejorative. I think we understand that as a culture. But could a character still do that? Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think we would draw the line at a character using the word retarded. I think we would say, guys, we know that's a word you just don't use ever. But yet we use the word gay regularly, right? Like, we have, we can say, my friend is gay. That's not a pejorative. It's just what he is, right? Like, or, right. or um, you know, whatever, however you would use it, it's a word that can be used. I think there's an immediate stop sign that's presented if you use the word retarded. So, like, I'm uncomfortable even using it trying to describe what happened, right? Like, I, right. I'm i angry at myself. You know what I mean? Like, this is... I, I, I just think, you know, it's it's people... I, I think it goes back to what you said, is, like, they think it's the a work so they can push those boundaries, and they probably shouldn't be pushing those boundaries. It just shows uncreativity on their part, I think, whenever I see something like that. Yeah, I hear you. I, In fairness, though, I actually think it would... if If this was a tweet about you know calling someone's wife fat as a work i don't know i think that's really really amazing right like that's still what i have the least uh, yeah that's like. that that can create a shock factor that can get you attention but yet you know at the end of the day you can end up going back and saying well she you know like we, we had talked to everybody involved knew what we were doing um, in three years, when someone asks Austin Aries about it, we can say, hey, look, or in a year, whatever, however long you need this to go by, and say, hey, look, let me make this clear. Everybody was on board with this. Everyone knew what we were doing. We were doing it as a work, right? Like, And also, by the way, Taya Valkyrie is yeah. a smoke show. Yeah, by the way. Correct, yes. Correct. Yes. Right? Correct. Let's make that very clear as well. Um, but with that all being said, if you wanted to go this route... I think that that I don't know that that's a lack of creativity. I think that's actually an amazing thing to do to generate buzz online um, for a pay per view that's coming up that otherwise n- no one gives a shit about. I'll, With, I'll I'll be honest. I thought this was later in the month. I didn't realize it was this weekend until these tweets. Right. And right. so so it succeeded on that form. And but yes, I assume, is there you ul- know is there ultimate damage that's done by by the other elements of this? Right. Like, I think so. It's tough. It's really, really tough. Uh, Austin Aries went on uh, Brian Alvarez's show earlier in the week and and attempted to do the thing where he said, and again, how much of this is a work? I don't know, and that's the problem, right? Um, He said, well, look, what I'm saying is that I wouldn't say those things. And that can't be the, you know, like, that that doesn't hold up. That's not going to work. That's, that, you know, if, if, if that was the truth, that would be even more problematic. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's again. I still think there's a fine line. Look, I've I've been through this stuff. You know what I mean? Like I've been through the, um, what can you say versus dance around, and what point can you try to make, and can you make a joke at the same? Can you make a joke in the same conversation where you make a relative point, or is the fact that you made a joke at another point in the conversation does that now make it so that 
everything that you had to say during the course of the conversation. I think a lot of people remember I ended up in a, a, a bad radio uh, back and forth with a host in Denver in which I made bad jokes, but in the same conversation tried to let him know why he was such a flaming racist because he thought it was hilarious to make jokes about murder in Baltimore but would never think it was funny if someone made a joke about the fact that white people died in a movie theater in Colorado, which is a complete point. But the problem was nobody could understand that because in the same conversation I had made a joke about how the whole thing started. So then the whole thing came off as a bad joke, right? So I, I've been there. I, there aren't defined rules for these things, right? Like, till I die, I'll stand by the point that I was trying to make with that guy. That guy was a racist because he thought it was hilarious that black people die in Baltimore from crime, but would never think it was funny if someone joked about the fact that white people die too. I will stand by that till I die, right? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, I will stand by what I said, and the people that were super pissed off at me, how dare you ever bring up the Batman shooting? Yes, it's because you don't realize you're racist too. You don't understand that the reason why you're offended by that and not by the fact that someone would joke about death and murder in Baltimore is because it's black people that die in Baltimore, and you don't give a shit about that. You care when white people die. None of it's funny which was the point that I was attempting to make, but made poorly because in the same conversation, I had also made a joke about the altitude in Denver. So I've been there. I've been through this. I don't know what the rules are, and it's very difficult. And unfortunately, once you get to a certain point, it no longer matters what your intent was because people will only receive it the way that they want to receive it. So I, I, I wish I had an answer to any of this. I wish... I could tell you um, what the rules are for this. I think, plain and simple, work, shoot, whatever, you should know better than to ever. I think we're at a place now where we know better than to ever use the word, you know, the R word. I think we know better than that at this point. So that's the only thing that I can take out of this is (sighs) might have – look, it got attention. It It got attention and I think it has to be at least to some extent a work, right? Like I think it has to be. But I'm pretty sure it was a work. Yes. Now But that doesn't absolve him. Right. There there's gotta be a line, and I don't disagree with you with that. There has to be a line at which you say, Okay, we can do this. And again, a fat joke about someone's wife, again, and I agree with AJ, despite the fact that, that person is gorgeous, um that still works to get shock. That still works to get um you know, attention on the internet and people buzzing about your pay-per-view. Um, that still accomplishes that feat. Wrestling Twitter would have still reacted if he had just said, oh, you're going to make a short joke about me? Well, I would never make a fat joke about your wife. There would have still been the same, oh, damn, response to that, right? Like, that still would have worked at that point. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Either of you watching uh, John Morrison on Survivor, by the way? No. Yeah, I don't watch Survivor. I, I I'm I watched the first couple episodes. He's good in it. He did one bit where he ra- he uh, ran down every nickname he's ever had in wrestling, and it was kind of awesome. Um, that's yeah, pretty good. Johnny Nitro. I was gonna say, how long did it John- take? It, it was always just like Johnny Blaze, Johnny Spade, Johnny Nitro, John Morris, John Morrison, the Shaman of Sexy, the Mayor of Slam, and just went on and on and on. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the bad. The Shaman of Sexy is definitely top five. Yep, that's not bad. All right, um, I wish I could say on a lighter note, but it sure as shit ain't lighter. 
uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, and not only is it not going away, but it is significantly worse. WWE is going to Saudi Arabia. That's abundantly clear. And not only are they going, they're going in with everything they've got. They are bringing Shawn Michaels out of retirement to go to Saudi Arabia. They are bringing back Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle to go to Saudi Arabia. They are doing everything ahead of Saudi Arabia. At the same time as this week, the New York Times reports that the Saudi Arabian government ordered and carried through the execution of a journalist. Ah. Uh, mm. It this is really tricky cuz this gets into the people that say well now if you see, if, I, see I had a really bad joke and I decided yeah, to keep probably, it to myself. Probably, probably see this is what people can learn from, right? Like, <laughs> I was I was going to say Aaron you better not go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. 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 Because out of context, that could that could be a Jewish thing, that could be a journalist thing. A lot of ways to take yeah, that out of context. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And ultimately, exactly. none of it's funny because a man actually was murdered. So yeah. um, this is where we are. Uh, I, what I tweeted about the other night, and I, I alluded to this the last time we talked about it. There's been a really cozy relationship between the greater media and the WWE. And for good reason, right? It's not an actual sport. So you don't have to cover it the same way that you would cover baseball or football or anything along those lines, right? You treat it as an entertainment more than as, like, news reporting. It can just be kind of fun and silly, and everything that you can write can be fun feature stories. You don't ever have to write hard-hitting news about the WWE. So a number of media corporations, the Baltimore Sun, ESPN, CBS, you know, it's all of them basically at this point have enjoyed a very cozy relationship with the WWE. It can just be fun. Our coverage of you is fun. You bring your wrestlers by. We get to have our staff meet them and have fun with them. There's no, you know, weird line where, like, well, you know, we couldn't do that because we're journalists covering a sport. Fuck that. We're not covering a sport. Like, we're just, this is all silly. So this, to me, is the first real challenge of the hypermedia era of professional wrestling, right? Um, all of these same companies that cover the WWE in very cozy ways, but yet do really serious journalism when it comes to other things that they cover. You know, ESPN at the, the forefront of that. ESPN does a lot of really serious journalism when it comes to other things. They don't do that with the WWE. Will any of them bother to challenge the WWE about this relationship with Saudi Arabia in the aftermath of the Saudi Arabian government executing a journalist? I think they're waiting for one of the outsiders to do it first. That just well, might... Also, it also, I mean, you also got to realize that like, you know, when you have the president of the United States saying that the, the press is the enemy of the people the day before a bunch of people in the press in Maryland get killed. And then him saying it literally the same week after they get killed. Yeah. I mean, are we that much better than the Saudi Arabians? I mean, the answer would be like, again, I know exactly what you're saying and I'm not trying to defend anything that happens as far as what the president says, but 
there is a big difference between that and actually executing a journalist, right? Like, the, the, I know a government-sanctioned execution. Correct. Like those are. Two I, I I mean, look, it, it's I close, pers- but there I is a difference. I personally don't uh, agree because. I had a personal relationship with one of the people well, that so was I, murdered. I mean, we all we all knew John. Yeah, I mean, one. So, like, you know, I think that it's actually worse that the president is willing to go out of his way to say these things in ignorance, as opposed to a terrible, 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 terrible government regime deciding to continue to be terrible. I, I, again. It's a fine line. I think that there's. A, I think that you have a point that I can. I can understand, but again, in an apples to apples comparison, it would be Donald Trump ordering the murder of a of a journalist, and that that's the. Apple. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I uh, God, I don't really want to talk about that, but I understand <laughs> that, that we I, know about. He has not right, said right. I go kill. X I understand what you're that saying. is true. I understand what you're saying, AJ. Trust hey, me. Hey guys. You know, I'll never take your guns from you. I love that you guys like to shoot guns all the time, and I'll never question right. when you shoot somebody. You know, as long as you look like me. Right. But just know, the press—they're the worst. I understand. We should really do look, something about them. I, they're the enemy of the people. I understand, right. and I am in no way is attempting to defend any of that. You hear yeah. that? I am. Did you guys hear that? What's that? The dog whistle. Do you hear? It? Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yes. That's right. Um, look, I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand everything that you're trying to say. This is the WWE directly taking money from the Saudi government. From the exact well, you know what makes this whole crazy. point even funnier? No, I just realized it makes this whole point way funnier. Is that Donald Trump's in the WWE Hall of Fame? That is of also course. true. That is also true. Correct. That is also true. Um, this is a company taking money directly from the same people that ordered the execution of a journalist. Well, not just taking their money. Praising them. The last time we've heard them comment on this, they said, this government is great. This yeah. person is great. No, it's true. great for this country. Uh, both things are true. I think that they're both equally questionable. But yes, that one makes it even more over the top. You're not wrong about that. Um, look, they're going to do it. It's very clear they're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're Well, they're going to do it until something happens. A what sponsors if- pull out. They, they might do it anyways, but I think if... If it what got sponsors point, do they have? Well, if if Snickers or whoever they have overall said, "Look, we're really uncomfortable with this relationship. We can't. If you're going to associate with them, we can't associate with you." That would right. Okay, so that would be interesting. That would be interesting if multiple major American sponsors said, "You want to take that money? By all means, take that money." But we're out when you get back home. You know, you better be prepared to just go be a Saudi Arabian company and and get all the money from them because we're going to pass moving forward. That would be interesting. Now, what would it require in order to get to that point? I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, You know, look, I'm sitting here. I'm a WWE fan, and I don't like the fact that the Saudi Arabian government murdered a journalist. But yet, can I tell you with certainty that I won't watch the event? No. I can't tell you that. So... I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer here. I do think that it would have to start. And I think the first, the first cog in this is, does a major media corporation take them to task? And, and like I was, I was saying there before, I think what you might end up happening, what might end up happening is 
the places that are cozy, the specific writers that are cozy, are possibly waiting because this is a this potentially is a major story. You have a major American organization, which, by the way, ties directly to the president with Linda McMahon. Sure, going out there and running basically propaganda for the Saudi government. This is something that could be on. You know, the non-sports, non-entertainment section of the Washington Post, the New York Times. This could be news. Right, but remember, you're also in an election cycle. I mean, just keep you that are in a, and, and that's And that's one of the problems is that, you know, look, the New York Times ran this huge expose on, on the taxes. Right. And, and that became and nothing cared. within right. 24 hours. Right. That's part of it. That's part of it. So the what I think, I think you're going to see people kind of hoping that happens. And then that opens up the floodgates. That being said, you know, like when, when they announced Crown Jewel, I did write a story about how this doesn't make sense, or not this doesn't make sense, like, WWE has to address these things. They can't just stick their heads in, or they shouldn't, at least. And, uh, well, but they yeah, I mean, away, I, I'm again, hoping more come the, out like the that. WWE hoping, was gonna be I doubt able... ESPN will, but I'm hoping those with a little bit less ties, the CBSs, yeah. you know, various other ones do. Because I don't expect ESPN to do it unless they're forced to by somebody else by this becoming a story. Yeah, I hear you. I would say twofold. One, I think the WWE was going to be able to get away with, with – I don't think anybody was going to challenge them. Anybody of significance was going to challenge them about the fact that women couldn't wrestle in Saudi Arabia. I think no, they, they were, weren't. I, I was talking about the execution, the uh, human rights activist. That's still a thing. Yeah, that is still a thing. That is still on, that's still a thing as well. That, right that's the thing, and I think the trial's coming up soon. Yeah, you're like, right about that. That's the thing that's going to people are going to be watching very closely within the next month if that's when it is. I don't know, man. I, I am. I, you know, this is all going to lead to Triple H getting a humanitarian award, and he's going to convince the the king of Saudi Arabia to let the activists go. Well, I hope that's the case, but it's not going to help with the journalists they just executed. You know, Let I mean? my like, people go. I'm all for I'm all for Triple H trying to do some good, and I'm all for you know whatever comes from that. Of course, somehow Donald Trump is going to take credit for it, um, but I, it's not going to help with the fact they executed a journalist, right? Like, well, well, unfortunately, no one cares. I I hate the fact that you're probably right about that, AJ, but you are. I mean, like, unfortunately, this is, and and it it does sort of lead into what it, like we are so fucking. If we don't, if we don't even care about kids getting shot in our own right. country at right. school, why right. the fuck would we care about right. a journalist are... in Saudi Arabia? Well, we care when it matters to us. We're so myopic. At we, don't. No, when, we, when don't. It, we don't. No, we don't. We don't even care when it matters to us. I there mean, is nothing more pressing right now than the amount of alarming school shootings. No, no, I understand. It matters a lot to the people whose kids were shot at those schools. It matters to them. It doesn't matter to the people that it, the, we are so myopic. We are so. It only matters if it's in front of us. And look, to a lesser degree, you know what I mean? Like, I'm probably as guilty as anybody is. Not because I don't agree with sentiments that are shared, but what am I doing about it, right? Like, what am I doing to try to solve these problems? I'm doing a stupid fucking wrestling podcast. Um, and, 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 and eating more Chick-fil-A, right? Like, I'm not... Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with Chick-fil-A stances on, uh, on, on how they feel about gay people. And yet I still eat their product, right? Like... I'm yep. guilty. I'm guilty. We are so goddamn myopic. We care this, about This things. is reminds me. Have you seen South Park the last couple of days? Yeah, weeks? I've watched the last couple yeah, of days. Yeah, hashtag cancel South Park. Yeah. Ha- dude, the show, greatest cartoon ever. Well, it's no, it's amazing. You're right about that. And yes, the, the first episode this season, which is about school shootings, is like. And about how we really don't we care. We just don't care. We really right. don't care. Right. And even to the point where uh, ultimately it could be even our kids and we'd just be so like, nah, whatever. You know, like. And which is absurd, and but like that's the point they're trying to make. We care so little 
we are so unconcerned about anything that isn't directly in front of us that we're going to get to a point where we even stop caring about the things that are directly in front of us. Like, we yeah. just, we don't, who, that's where we're at. Um, and I don't have a solution. I'm not, this isn't me clutching pearls telling you what a hero I am. I don't know, man. I don't know. It ain't good. And I'm telling you right clutching now. Clutching pearls? Clutching pearls. Is that like an old white people saying? It's a, yeah, I probably, yes, probably, pretty much. probably used more by old white people. Yes, that's probably the case. <laughs> no doubt about that. How does clutching pearls make you a hero? Uh, when you are when you are someone who is exclaiming about um, all of the things that are wrong, uh, like an old church lady would be clutching her pearls as she did it, right? Like, oh, uh, so it, it's something that's uncomfortable. It's like, oh no, this is happening. Clutching pearls, right? Like, okay, I got you. I got right. you. I got you. I got you. Correct. Correct. All right, um, so this was fun. What a jolly final segment this wow. was, boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right. Um, you know, plug something. We gotta do so we gotta do something about this. Maybe we should we should do should we play a song or something? Like what do we do here to wipe this? How out? do I there we go. say goodbye <laughs> to what we had? <laughs> God. The Saudis oh, are God. terrible. Oh, man. They killed a journalist. But this big man doesn't give a damn. <laughs> He'll make like $50 million. It's so hard. To, to say, say goodbye, goodbye to decency. <laughs> and I just want to thank you all for being a part of the final episode of Jobbing Out. <laughs> <laughs>